0: today on Laura Lynn and Friends. Incidentally, if you don't follow Canadian politics, you don't need to because jelly spine pseudo-conservatives who preconcede on every issue are pretty much a universal phenomenon in Ottawa, in London, in Washington, in Canberra, wherever you look.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the beginning of the last days. It's going to be spectacular. Um, I had a good weekend, I went out to a movie, Um, it was Jesus Revolution, and it was spectacular, so you've got to get out to see this movie, it's only in Canadian theaters, I think for two weeks, unless it's held longer, and it's all about the, uh, the Woodstock era, right, and the Jesus movement that came out of all of the hippies, and free love, and free sex, and uh, you know they were all doing psychedelics, and then Jesus began to move by the power of the Holy Spirit. So Kelsey Grammer plays uh, the pastor, and he's kind of the stiff pastor that has a a church like with twenty people, twenty faithful people that pay their tithes, and they like church just the way it is. They're you know they look miserable, they are miserable, and then uh, Kelsey's daughter, well his his you know his acting role um, meets and picks up a hitchhiker who happens to be this, uh, was it Lonnie? Is that his name? And picks up this hippie and brings, she's already told her dad, like maybe you need to, you know, get in with these people. They're full of love and, you know, they just want to find their way in the world. And so his dad's like, oh, I don't want to meet a hippie. And so she brings the hitchhiker, um, the, the hippie home, and he is like, he blows everyone's mind. Pretty soon they've got a church like with, you know, hippies on one side and the churchgoers on the other. And they don't oh, it is fantastic. In my uh theater, everybody burst into applause at the end of it. And I was so moved. I was in tears. I just sat there. I told JT I just wanted to sit there for a minute. And we were about the last to leave, but the other people that went out had formed a love tunnel to exit the theater so i met this cool dude um is it jonathan said Jer- jeremy yeah jeremy sorry um jeremy and he's a youth pastor at a church in abbotsford and so we you know we did a little video on it but it, it you've got to get your family take your teenagers spend the bucks support this film we need to support first of all we need to support films that are telling the truth about our history and what happened. And that was an amazing move of God. So um, second of all, you want the influence of that history to be imparted to your kids so that they would learn. And Kelsey Grammer, of course, he's a Christian and an open one, one of the few in Hollywood. And he his role, it's so powerful. Have you ever seen a movie where someone's pretending to be a preacher and they're just an actor and they've got, they don't got it? Like they don't have the anointing. They don't have nothing on them. Well, that's not Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer in this film, he, he literally, like he just moves you when he speaks because it's so real and you can tell he has a powerful relationship with the Lord and that that's how he was able to do this role. And it talks about, you know, the the difficulties of a growing Jesus movement in the middle of the culture and the war between the religious people and this move of God. Um, you know, and considering what's going on in the States with Asbury and all of that. And I guess they've moved to a stadium or something in Asbury. They want people to come and go, but they, they couldn't have all those people keep coming to Asbury. So I'm going to try to get an update on that, but I opened my dad's Bible. You know, I love to read from my dad's Bible. Um, He was an awesome man of God, and I miss him every day, and so his Bible is uh, well-worn, and I opened it up, and it's interesting, this verse, because this verse really talks about how important leadership is. When a leader honors God's ways, the, the people follow God's ways, and when a leader does not, the nation goes into decline. So I opened it up to Joshua 24, and um, verse 31, it says, And Israel, this is what my dad had underlined, And Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua, and all the days of the elders that overlived Joshua, and which had known all the works of the Lord that he had done for Israel. So my dad's kind of referred to four four, and I don't know what that means. I don't have time to do a whole Bible study, but that makes me curious about where my dad was leading the next thing. But what I'm, what I'm um, interested in is that here we are, we're in a land where we are uh, you know, coming up against some of the, the different perspectives and ideologies that are going on. And Joshua called the 12 men whom he had prepared of the children of Israel out of every tribe of man. So my dad referenced uh, 4.4 and I went back to Joshua 4.4 and he does indeed have it underlined and it's showing how they were chosen specifically to be men who would honor the ways of God and they did and in their generation because they honored God, the next generation, all the people that knew the ways of God up till that next generation honored God. But uh, as we know from the Bible and all through Samuel and the Kings, um, that <clears throat> they Some honored God and some did not, and God would bless or he would curse a land based on that. So where's Canada? Where is Canada? That has been uh, on my heart this last weekend as we have seen a very wonderful woman like Leslyn Lewis um, <clears throat> tarnished by a leader who forced her to apologize basically for meeting with Christine Anderson now we've got a great segment that we will kind of uh, play in a little bit from Mark Stein, what he has to say, oh my goodness, Oh, I, I just like him so much, and sorry about hitting my microphone, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be doing that. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that, but he has Christine Anderson on today, and I think we need to play a little bit of it, because our country, we've done something very wrong. Pierre Polyev has made a mistake, and that mistake has shown who he really is. It is not racist to call out evil. It is not. The day that it's racist to call out evil is a very bad day when you're not allowed to point out that hurting others, raping women, machetes, different things that are happening in the country of Germany every day, you're not allowed to talk about it because you'll then be called a racist. Do you know who just fell in that trap? The woke trap. Pierre Polyev. So I have people writing me. I had one lady writing me. She said, two days ago, I wrote you a long letter telling you how wrong you are about Pierre Polyev. Today, I'm writing to tell you that you're right, and I'm sorry. I've had so many responses that I'm pretty sure that this is a bit of a shakeup in the CPC because it shows that Pierre Polyev is actually blind. He doesn't get us. He, didn't, he doesn't get the freedom movement at all. We, we could tell that he wasn't there. Nobody from the Conservative Party of Canada was there. They all took their shots, not all of them. I don't know everyone's medical history. But for the most part, they did the same exact thing. And they did not support that the people of Canada, millions of them, millions, did not want to take a shot in order to keep a job. That would be called tyranny. That would be called something you would do in China, not Canada, the land of the free. God keep our land glorious and free. That is the prayer of our hearts. Our charter of rights and freedoms is listed with the first sentence under the sovereignty of God, a God that is now not being honored or his principles of freedom by Pierre Polyev, not at all. So he's come out against uh, this person and also his people. Do we have that image of the um, JT? She took down this uh, tweet already. Yeah. So basically, Melissa Lansman, and she is a conservative MP, from the leader, and I'm 100% On side with this statement, in case you've sent me an email. Vile, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, and anti-immigrant views aren't welcome in my politics. They shouldn't be welcome anywhere. Anytime, including within the actions of our own government. Statement from controversial leader Pierre Polyev on the, uh, what did I say? Oh, controversial. Okay, sorry. I must have been injecting my own thoughts. Okay. Statement from Conservative leader at Pierre Polyev on the three Conservative MPs who met with European MEP, Christine Anderson, and we already know all about this. Christine, this is this is now Pierre Polyev talking. Christine Anderson's views are vile and have no place in our politics. Christine Anderson's views. So what are they? So I, I put out a challenge to you. Any of you, any of you staunch Conservatives, please find me the view of Christine Anderson that is vile. Because I've been looking for it, so have others. What are we calling her a racist about? She says that women are being raped in her country by those that have come in. And there's machete killings from the immigrants who have come in, and it's a big problem. Is that racist? Pierre Polyev, if you become the leader of this country and the women begin getting attacked, are you standing up for us? Or are you going silent so that you're not called a racist? Should that ever happen in our country? What would you do? Because you just showed what you would do. You wouldn't want to be called a racist. Oh, you're just like Justin Trudeau sad, sad what you've shown. There are tens of thousands of people who have been affected by what you've done, and I don't think that they're going to be voting for you. I think they're changing their mind because they can't trust you because what you've said was wrong. If you have something against Christine Anderson, please show us exactly what that is because you've lied there's no truth to it she is not a nazi sympathizer i sat i sat in her speeches and was at her press conferences as she said germany has a dark history that never wants to be repeated she is not in support of nazis what the heck are you talking about She's trying to defend a problem they're having with women being raped and assaulted on their streets. And you, instead of supporting women of all countries and all nations, you're calling her a racist like your woke leader, Prime Minister Trudeau. Yes, Mr. Trudeau, we bow to you. Well, we don't bow. And true Conservatives will not bow either. And they've just seen through you. It's very wrong what you've done. All right, we've got a lot to get through. Uh, Global News reports that according to CSIS, sources and documents Liberal Party member Han Dong won his position due to the assistance of the Chinese consulate. Take a look at this video.
2: Reliably read since 1993, scoring the Liberal nomination in Don Valley North has been harder than winning a general election recently. But instead of leaning on his connections as a former Ontario MPP, sources say Han Dong had help from the Chinese consulate in Toronto to become the 2019 Liberal candidate in the riding. Through a combination of CSIS documents and intelligence sources, Global News has learned the consulate allegedly sent two busloads of Chinese-Canadian seniors to the Don Valley North Liberal nomination meeting and those seniors knew who to vote for because Don's name was written on their arm. Sources also say CSIS suspected that Chinese international students with faked addresses were bussed in and told by the PRC consulate to support their preferred candidate if they wanted to maintain their student visa status. Dong denied allegations he was helped by Beijing, calling them false accusations that slander me and the community I represent. My nomination in 2019 was open and followed the rules. The Liberal Party of Canada echoed that nomination was open, adding Dong was elected by registered Liberals in a race that followed their national rules. Global News has not verified the allegations against Dong, but even if they are found true, political parties are private organizations and can set their own rules. Non-Canadians can vote in Liberal nomination races if they live in the riding and are party members.
3: This is Han Dong, I'm the Liberal candidate for Dong North.
2: Comes... Dong won the nomination but he still needed Justin Trudeau's stamp of approval to carry the Liberal banner in the suburban Toronto riding, one with a sizable diaspora of Chinese Canadians. A senior intelligence official told Global News, CSIS shared their concerns about Dong in late September 2019 during a classified briefing with senior Liberal Party staff who hold security clearances. In that meeting, CSIS urged them to rescind Dong's nomination. Despite the alleged warnings to his staff, Trudeau approved Dong's candidacy. During the election, a top liberal organizer even warned Dong's team that he was allegedly a ceasus target, according to sources. Dong is still an MP today. Global News asked the Prime Minister's office multiple questions, including if Trudeau knew Dong was allegedly a ceasus target. But PMO didn't respond to any of our questions, saying there were so many factual inaccuracies that it wasn't possible to begin to answer any of them.
1: Shame. Yet another scandal. This is bad. This is bad for Mr. Trudeau. It should get really, really way worse, but we have such a corrupt nation, a corrupt nation of, of people who just support this liberal government, who are paid off. Something one day is going to bring this government down. So let's find out, you know, is Trudeau afraid of the truth coming out from CSIS, exposing Chinese election interference? Sounds like he's giving CSIS a scolding to tighten up those leaks. Hmm, take a look.
0: You're
1: very reassuring on the results of elections, Mr. Trudeau,
0: but what are you uh, saying, what do you have to say about the fact that people at CSIS are leaking secret documents? Isn't there some discomfort within those agencies
1: regarding China? It's certainly a sign that security within CSIS needs to be reviewed, and I'm expecting CSIS to take the issue
4: very seriously
1: okay so so he's upset that CSIS is leaking the information isn't that hysterical not upset that there's uh, election interference oh because it's not against him I guess so he's upset because CSIS is leaking information letting us know there's been election interference what a joke Truly a joke. All right. Overnight, the CBC was plastered with photos of hundreds of vaccine-injured people and signs condemning the media for their complicity in corruption and cover-up of crimes against humanity. So that is what is going on over there in Toronto, I guess this is, isn't it? People have taken to, hey, you're going to ignore us. You're going to ignore what people their experiences, you're gonna ignore the Canadian public, we'll take it right to your doorstep, interesting. Conservative Party politician Melissa, oh, we've already done that one. Um, 86 year old Canadian environmental activist David Suzuki bashes the Freedom Convoy. Oh, Mr. Suzuki, I used to watch you when I was little. You were a bit boring then, but even now you're more boring, but anyways, take a look what he's saying. The thrust now,
3: you go down to the corners in Vancouver now, there are signs. Recall E.B. Have you seen that? This is a, the, the, it's a, a legacy of the truckers, the anti-vax movement, all of this stuff. And when you confront them, it's about freedom. Freedom without responsibility
1: is not freedom. That's anarchy. And that's a rejection of society.
3: So understand we have a relationship that gives us responsibilities. And the problem we face today is that we have in very recently come out, uh, removed ourselves from a web of relationships to thinking we live in a pyramid where we're at the top and everything down below is for us. And even when you hear, you know, we have forgotten that we are one animal, species, We live on the surface of the land. We know nothing about what's in the oceans that cover 70% of the planet, and yet we've invaded. Over 85% of the oceans have already been invaded. We have taken over the land, which which is our area of living.
1: So, David Suzuki, here's the thing about the pyramid. The government now sits on the top. And thinks that everyone must adhere to them and they can tell us what can go in our bodies or not or or not you know that that's what's actually happening you want to talk about the seas and the land hey the whales are washing up dead mr suzuki do you know why because of woke climate change uh issues that are putting these underground um mills Seismic. seismic surveys right so that they can put windmills in the ocean. And it's probably causing our most beautiful, largest mammals to be murdered. So all you, you're just a bunch of bunk, right? Did you have another comment, JT? I can feel, yeah, yeah. He agrees with me 1 million percent. Good job, excellent. And uh, okay, Um, oh, and he's 86. Wow. He's doing good for 86. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I like the way you're, you're still strong. That's awesome. Okay, so have you heard about this little controversy going on? Um, on SNL, Saturday Night Live, Woody Harrelson brilliantly exposes Pfizer and Moderna. Take a look.
3: Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes, and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is gonna believe that crazy idea? (laughs) Being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long.
1: All right. So, of course, mainstream media has come out against him. Woody Harrelson has stepped in once again. You know, you, you, you might be part of the establishment, but when you go against one of their rules, look what happens. Woody Harrelson really blew it on SNL. Woody Harrelson spouts COVID vaccine conspiracy. Uh, In his monologue, COVID conspiracy theories during Saturday Night Live appearance, Woody Harrelson under fire for spreading anti-vax conspiracies during SNL. Woody Harrelson spreads anti-vax conspiracies. Uh, Watch Woody Harrelson's rambling SNL monologue, takes a shot at COVID vaccines. So, you know, uh, uh, everybody's mad at him now, and he's probably under fire, and he'll probably be forced to apologize shortly, so watch for that. All right, of course... um, Wall Street Journal, the U.S. Energy Department concluded COVID pandemic is likely due to a Chinese lab leak. <laughs> and this is like current, like, you know, they they call this like up-to-date current information February 26th, right? I think we knew that. So the word's getting out. Everybody's starting to say what all the conspiracy theorists said a long time ago. You might have got kicked out of some of the Platforms were on today because of it, but we're not kicked off anymore because, oh, well, now the Wall Street Journal says lab leak most likely the origin of COVID. Oh, thank you for updating us. We would have had no idea. Unbelievable. Okay, the CDC has zero data to support its claim recommending booster shots for 12 to (coughs) 49-year-olds. And it admits it, CDC admits that it has no data to support recommending COVID-19 booster shots for this age group. And CDC has actually admitted an awful lot. You gotta give them credit. They've admitted it doesn't stop the spread. They've admitted it won't stop you from getting COVID-19. They've admitted that people are dying uh, after getting booster even two, three times of COVID, still can die. Uh, from COVID. You know, that's not, you know, hopefully you're not killed by some of the other protocols that they've instituted. But CDC at least is, don't you give them an A plus for admitting to this, JT? I mean, you know, hats off to you. Thank you for trying to tell the truth. We appreciate it. And hopefully this helps others to figure out the truth too. So open pit coal mine in China's inner Mongolia region collapses killing at least two within uh, more than 50 missing. Now, this is quite sort of a stunning video. Um, So those are all, um, you can see it's beginning to go in, but those are all trucks, heavy trucks in a pit being suddenly completely covered by this. uh, Yeah, so it'll loop back here in in a moment. So what caused that? Was that just a... A natural. They didn't. They didn't build the terracing up enough. So. Oh, very sad. So two people. What a way to go. I mean, if you're inside, a vehicle under there. You know, you'd get covered, and oh, that makes me sad. More than fifty people, missing as well. So very sad. Um, website that we have here, supermarket, is it Little? All right. Along with other supermarket chains are now putting customer limits on sales of peppers, tomatoes, and computers. Oh, (laughs) cucumber. Sorry, I looked up. Um, yeah, we'd hate if they started limiting our computers, but I don't think they'll do that. So where is this? In England, because I not, I have not heard of Little, but, uh... We're a bit concerned at our bare shelves. I was in the uh, store in the, it was actually a pharmacy store the other day, and the Revlon section was all depleted. And I said to the girl, never in all my years of buying a lot, a lot of makeup have I seen that the shelves for Revlon are depleted. And she said, well, we've heard that, you know, maybe they're, going bankrupt, but we're not certain, but maybe that's happening, and that's why we're just not getting any more of the stuff coming in. So it is not uncommon these days to go to the store, eggs are not there, not the usual amount of milk and Cremo, things are not good. And then you see what's happening with all of these buyers that are blowing up facilities. Um, Looking into what's happened in Ohio, uh, East Palestine, that area has so many meat plants. It has so many food plants. It feeds and, and is responsible for a large outtake for the surrounding area. So imagine if all of those cows are considered contaminated the water's contaminated, the livestock, the food. It's a big, it's a big loss. And it could be very serious. And, you know, watching how <clears throat> the U.S. is trying to help that area is really astounding. With uh, Pete Buttigieg finally trying to make some sort of um, appearance as if he cares, when in fact it seems to be about the Ukraine. So, do we have the shots of what's happening when the the Russian guy, I kind of sent it to you late, JT, but so here, um, it's some sort of meeting, isn't it, of the world leaders, Uh, it's the diplomats of the world, when the Russian begins to speak, this is what happens, everybody gets up, starts walking out, this is because a Russian is going to speak and share information, everyone's like, yep, not listening to him, walking out, So I'm just I'm kind of curious as to what we're supposed to do. The blue and yellow. Okay. Right. The blue. They're wearing blue and yellow. Yeah. So they're all walking out. So my my wondering is uh, what's going to happen when there's no talks. And even Pierre Polyev is totally on board with Trudeau's plan to just support the Ukraine. And everybody's acting like there was no reasons for this to have gotten where it did. I remember really looking into the reasons before, do I think Putin's a great guy? No, I do not. But there was warnings. There were some things that were put out there, and there could have been some measures taken. But the whole world, including a lot of the Republicans in the United States, many of them, all seem absolutely set on fighting this war. Reports are coming out that Ukraine is losing. It's not going well. Putin is stating that, in fact, I think I have a share, right, JT? So Putin ally warns of an apocalypse with effects of global nuclear catastrophe lasting centuries until the rubble ceases to emit radiation if the West continues to send arms to Ukraine. I don't know about you, but shouldn't we all take a breath, step back, let's like, let's like work through this? You all got your missiles? That, that's going to be catastrophic to the world? Are they going to shoot some of those over at the U.S.? I was kind of t- talking to JT. I mean, I don't exactly know, like, would Canada be affected by fallout if, if that happened? The whole world will. So there might be some initial strikes, right, that would be sort of uh, tactical nukes. Small yield. Yeah, small-yield nuclear weapons that would maybe, perhaps, that would be the first round. But it would escalate. This is bad. This is not good. I'm, I'm thinking, and, and what, what is so shocking is that the world leaders are intent, and I'm sorry, but I just cannot get behind this leader. I can get behind the Ukraine people, the innocent people involved in the egos, the maniacal egos of their leaders, poor people. I mean, they're going. They're they're already being destroyed. Their cities. So much has happened. You can see pictures of the rubble, while propaganda continues to. I I remember when they were saying, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, Russia's got days, and then they're done. Like they're they're destroyed." Really? No, no, that's not happening. So that was a lie. That was a big lie put out in mainstream media. But I just don't like this Zelensky. I don't like his acting. I don't like his puffed up. Let me show you my muscles as I walk around. You know, his, his arrogance. And he, he says it like this. You know, we demand that we be supported and you send more stuff to us because this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. This little tiny Ukraine. We don't even know a lot about Ukraine. I just know my wonderful Ukrainian friends and I like their food. Right? They're good cooks. Oh, JT and I always like being invited to somebody who's from the Ukraine's house. But good people. But what do we owe our, our allegiance to this, this war with Putin and, and, and all the ability for Putin to, to join up with China, form a superpower against the United States of America? I mean, Putin was smart enough to back his dollars with, with gold, His dollars are doing good. Uh, Oh, we're going to do sanctions against them. Ha! Hysterical. They don't care about your sanctions. Two superpowers, China and Russia, are now actually being forced together, and it's really already there. And everybody's just like, yeah, 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 support Ukraine. You know, this little tiny country with a, a very egotistical leader who can't it's just weird to be dressed in your little, you know, hoodie, T- to be, uh, I don't know. And you know who's all on board with that? Trudeau. Yes, Trudeau. Oh, hey, Trudeau. And guess who else? Pierre Polyev. They're the same. They're the same. So is it time now, JT, to go to uh, have a little look at what Mark Stein is putting? So Mark Stein is doing a show with Christine Anderson. He's talking about Canada. I found it very entertaining, and I thought you might as well. So why don't you get your coffee and kick back for a little bit of fun with Mark Stein, because he is amazing. Take a look.
0: Along to the Mark Stein Show. These last three years have been somewhat disturbing to put it at its mildest, For self-government by free peoples, especially for those of us who thought that the Westminster system was better than most of the others, which is one reason why the UK, Canada, Australia and all the rest managed to avoid the pathologies that afflicted Germany, Italy and other Western nations during the 20th century. But then came the covid. And uh, her late majesty's various governments took extraordinary powers and then abused these powers, especially so in Australia, New Zealand, Scotland, which had some of the most draconian COVID regimes. And if you objected, as the Canadian truckers did, the state ordered banks to freeze your account. And even in some cases, uh, we spoke to uh, one such on this show, your ex-wife's bank account, which isn't going to do anything for post-marital harmony. The so-called opposition parties and the so-called people's house, the legislatures, and the court eunuchs of the media all went along with the garbage, even as it proved disastrous for the economy, for the most basic liberties such as freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom of association, not to mention public health, mental health, children's health, mortality rates, fertility rates. What was it they used to say about the old-school dictators? Oh, he made the trains run on time. Whereas the new guys say, you shouldn't be getting on the train. You don't need to take a train. But if you insist, you're going to need a Vax passport. In such a world, you occasionally wish that one of the people's representatives in one of the rowdier legislatures would just open up what I believe our American friends call a can of wopass on these totalitarians. Well, here is one for you. Alas, not Westminster, not Canberra, and certainly not the House of Commons in Ottawa, but the European Parliament of all places. Christine Anderson, MEP, welcomes Justin Trudeau to town. A prime
4: minister who openly admires the Chinese basic dictatorship who tramples on fundamental rights by persecuting and criminalizing his own citizens as terrorists just because they dared to stand up to his perverted concept of democracy should not be allowed to speak in this house at all. Mr. Trudeau, you are a disgrace for any democracy. Please spare us your presence. Thank you.
0: I really ought to just leave it there and say thank you and good night, and that's it. But alas, Monsieur Trudeau declined to spare them his presence. That speech got Christine Anderson, a German member of the European Parliament, a lot more publicity in Canada than most MEPs ever get. And she's just completed a hugely successful sellout nationwide tour of my dear, deranged dominion. In the course of that tour, she met with just three of her fellow MPs, here they are, but that was three too many members for the Canadian establishment. By the way, that's Leslyn Lewis, former Tory leadership candidate standing next to Miss Anderson. Turnabout is fair play, and this time it was Justin Trudeau who demanded that Canadians should be spared the presence of Miss Anderson
3: consistently we see conservative parliamentarians and people who should know better associating themselves with folks responsible for a particularly vile level of rhetoric and hatred and their answer is all the same oh, we didn't know At one point Canadians you know, need to stop being treated like fools and the conservatives need to own up and either really dissociate themselves from hateful, vile, intolerant rhetoric.
0: Mm, hateful, vile, intolerant rhetoric. Leslie Lewis may be a black woman, but she's totally racist compared to an authentic mammy singer like Justin Trudeau. Ah, sing it, sonny boy, mammy. Speaking of hateful, vile, intolerant rhetoric, here's Justin. A uh, rare moment of Justin Trudeau out of the blackface. He's on Quebec TV denouncing Canadians reluctant to get the COVID vaccine as racists and misogynists.
3: Mais aussi des gens qui sont farouchement opposés à la vaccination. Ils
0: sont extrémistes. Qui croient pas dans la science, qui sont souvent misogynes, souvent racistes aussi. Yeah, got it. So people who don't see why they should be forced to have a medical procedure they have no need of are souvent misogynes, souvent racistes, see they're often misogynists often racists these extremists uh, that was uh, Julie Snyder by the way who's was a big deal in Quebec she's best pals with Celine Dion who uh, sang the theme from Titanic my heart will go on no matter how many booster shots I get <laughs> lovely song uh, what can you do if you think your neighbor might be unvaccinated well in East Germany they advise you to turn them into the Stasi oh no sorry my mistake, uh, that's not East Germany, that's Canada.
4: Qu'est-ce qu'on devrait faire avec les gens qui ne veulent pas se faire vacciner? On devrait euh, appeler la police. Ooh, oui, oui, oui. S'ils n'ont pas leur vaccin, ça peut mettre beaucoup de personnes en danger. Faites, comme le gouvernement est en train de faire en ce moment, il faut leur couper petites choses à petites. Jusqu'à temps qu'ils se stan puis qu'ils se fassent vacciner. En tout cas, on a des futurs politiciens à côté de nous. Merci.
0: Oh, that's so cute, isn't it? In the olden days, the side of tele presenters applauding primary school kids for wanting to turn their neighbours into the coppers would make the average uh, audience feel a wee bit queasy about where all this might be headed. But today, it's a sign of how enlightened and tolerant you are, as Justin Trudeau says. The unvaccinated are racist, and as Monsieur Macron in Paris says, they're not even citizens. And as the independent newspaper in London says, the unvaccinated are terrorists in waiting, incipient jihadists waiting to go full Allahu Akbar at you at the next Christmas market. But none of that, none of that is, quote, hateful, vile, intolerant rhetoric. No, sir. What's hateful and vile and intolerant is Christine Anderson. Do you remember a year ago, the then so-called conservative leader in uh, Ottawa, Erin O'Toole, got head faked into denouncing the Canadian truckers, which was too much even for jelly-spined Canadian Tories, who rose up and got rid of him and replaced him with someone who promised to butch up. Incidentally, if you don't follow Canadian politics, you don't need to because jelly-spine pseudo-conservatives who pre-concede on every issue are pretty much a universal phenomenon in Ottawa, in London, in Washington, in Canberra, wherever you look. Nevertheless, the Canadian tour is briefly butched up and replaced Erin squishpants with Pierre Polievre. And here we are a year later with the leader of His Majesty's loyal opposition being so loyal as to agree to frame every bloody thing within the shrunken parameters of the left. Conservative leader
3: Pierre Polyev issued this statement. The MPs were not aware of the visiting member of the European Parliament's opinions and they regret meeting with her, he said. Frankly, it would be better if Anderson never visited Canada in the first place. She and her hateful racist views are not welcome here.
0: Yes, the woman standing next to the black lady is the racist. Not the only prime minister in the entire British Commonwealth who enjoyed blacking up until early middle age. So Pierre Poussiev, did I, did I pronounce the name correctly? That's it, isn't it? Pierre Poussiev? Pierre Poussiev joins the ranks of Tory leaders who thought all you have to do to win over voters was play on the left's terms until election day brings the inevitable pendulum swing. And that's why Andrew Toole and Erin O'Shea are remembered today as powerhouse PMs who were in office for over a decade. God save us. In Canada, Britain, Australia, America, Europe, from these guys, Justin Trudeau likes dressing up in blackface and singing "Rockabye a oh baby with a Dixie melody. I wish these pseudo-conservatives would try dressing up in conservative face every once in a while. Christine Anderson joins me in studio. Congratulations on a hit tour in uh, Alberta, in Ontario, in uh, Quebec. How does it feel, uh, though, to be called racist by Justin Trudeau, the blackface PM?
4: Well, whenever I get slapped with Mm. that term or any other Mm. uh, term, um, I just know gosh they're at their wits end they mm. don't know what else to do mm. against me to shut me down so they try this but it's not gonna it's not gonna work it's not working I've been you know named any name in the book you can think of for years now mm. they will not have power over me I will not get offended by that that is just their pathetic way mm. of trying to shut me down up until now up to no uh, to no avail they will not succeed.
0: How do you feel about the so-called conservative so-called opposition leader piling on and agreeing with Monsieur Trudeau?
4: Well, I found it kind of peculiar that he would uh, claim that uh, they were not aware of my political views. Mm. I mean, seriously, Mm. the Internet is full of videos. (laughs) And, I mean, you know, there's one thing you can certainly not accuse me of, and that is not being outspoken. Mm. So I very clearly state what my political views are, what my political stance is. And uh, if you didn't get that from these videos, ah, I don't know, you must have done something wrong.
0: What do you make of the, uh, the this way uh, that the, both the, the PM and the opposition leader attempt to portray you and people who agree with you as some kind of uh, so-called extremist fringe? I, I just ran the numbers because I was curious And your party got uh, two years ago in the last German federal election, your party got just under five million votes. Uh, Justin Trudeau's party, same year, 2021, in the last Canadian election, just got just over five million votes. So uh, apparently half a million votes is the difference between being totally unacceptable fringe extremists and being totally normal mainstream politicians. (laughs)
4: you <laughs> Well, I wouldn't really put it on these numbers but because obviously there is a, a misrepresentation. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Germany, we are 80, uh, 83
0: million people. No, no, I, people. I, I understand that, but but so, uh, but five, you know, as I said, the Prime Minister of Canada can't sign more than uh, five and a half true. million people willing to vote for that party.
1: Wasn't that fascinating? You know, parties. you can't fool Mark Stein. Well, that's the way he Pierre is. Polyev, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you are not going to be able to to fool all the people all of the time. So some people asking where we went on uh, Facebook. It seems that Facebook didn't like uh, something we were speaking today. So bet you anything one day when we find out about all the communications, we might find out who, who calls in and says, turn her off, turn her off. You know, who could it be? I don't know. Uh, we can only pray that somebody like Elon Musk will also buy Facebook. That would be cool. Um, and until then, anyways, we've deleted. I don't know if I'm going to get a strike and be off for a little bit. Have no idea. But um, I don't. I don't think we violated their policies today, so I don't know what their problem is. So um, isn't it great the way Mark Stein just called out all of this? Called out. It's so interesting that and sad that Justin Trudeau, a tyrannical leader being called out across the world, thank God, by someone who stands up for people, for respect, for freedom, but does not tolerate violence being perpetrated in her country, and does not stop and courageously speaks about the harms coming to her country from some of the immigration that has come in. That is not racist, that is fact. So, I believe that every politician should have the strength, and certainly, does it take courage to tell the truth? I don't know why, I I mean, I sit here every day, this does not feel courageous to me, this feels like it's just standard truth, that's all it is, and we have to speak the truth. So, the other thing, uh, now Maxine Bernier was just reporting on, um, This share that I have there, JT, and that is about Pierre's uh, woke weekend. Basically, later in the day, after all of the trouble we've been going through this last weekend, Pierre attended and spoke at the pro-Ukraine rally with other establishment politicians like Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau. Look at these two. Can you spot the difference? That's a very good question, isn't it? And it's becoming more and more clear. My name's Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson. My website is lauralyn.tv. I appreciate if you would be so kind as, uh, if you appreciate, if you would sow some fruit into some seeds uh, into this work so that we can produce good fruit, but we'll take the fruit as well. Um, if If you appreciate that we are speaking the truth and we are unashamed to do it and that my position will always be, at least you'll know where I stand, if nothing else. If you want to write to me, like that lady I talked about earlier and said, hey, I wrote you this letter saying how wrong you are about one of your positions, happened to be about Pierre Polyev, you're wrong. I like that. I I try to answer my mail. It's kind of hard. Um, I had one la- lady say that I'm just putting forward some kind of, uh, I'm uh, putting forward a, not a Ponzi scheme, but a, um, some sort of marketing thing. And I'm like, I do not know what you're talking about. So I responded to her, but it was on the basis of her beautiful mom who apparently loves me and hangs on every word, <laughs> and she doesn't like it. Uh, so God bless you dear moms out there watching me. Um, if, if you consider this a place that um, builds your faith and builds your understanding of the world, and if it resonates with your spirit, truth has a ring to it, doesn't it? When there is truth spoken, there's a ring to it. So if you feel that resonance um, with the ring of truth that we put forward here, would you help us? Um, You can go to our website that has a donation page and you push on the donation button and you can do a one-time gift, you can do a monthly gift, you can do an anonymous gift, but believe me, all of it matters because what we do here every day is we believe we are sowing into speaking the truth. This is a calling. It is not a career. If I wanted a career, I would still be working for, on television with a high-paying job. That would be, I had that. I had that. Because I told the truth, it wasn't what they wanted to, it just wasn't the thing. And I lost that job. And I have no regrets today. This is better, to be able to tell the truth without anyone being able to stop me, without anyone being able to critique my material or say, you got to go this way or that way. This is kind of a cool thing. I try to listen to two beings, God and my husband. That's it. Yes, I do listen. It's trying to act like, what? What? No, he. That's breaking news. He said. <laughs> no, I run stuff past him, and he helps me so much. Right, and uh, and we do it together. So that's fair. And I like to hear from God. If God is putting something on my heart to share it, I want to do that. And sometimes my husband says, "No, I think we should go this way," and I do listen. And sometimes I don't. Um, but no, <laughs> we try to be. We try to be on the same side. Um, I want to read to you what the word has to say about who we are. Matthew 5, salt and light. And this is verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. And if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people put people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I want you to know that there's only one person I believe should be getting any glory on this planet, and that is the Lord God. And when he puts his light and his truth into our hearts, he wants us to shine. I see an epidemic of cowardice that has come over our nation. We are so scared. We're so scared to go against our friends and present an alternate opinion. Oh, can you imagine your social circles? I mean, you're all out going to a dinner party of of your closest friends, right? And you know how they think. You wouldn't dare to bring up some of the things. You 100% agree with me, right? Now on this show today, you have loved this. You are so grateful for what I say, but you wouldn't dare to say it, right? You're scared to speak. We have to be able to have conversations and I would encourage you, it doesn't have to be a fight. It simply has to be a putting forward of the truth. Whatever people decide to do with uh, that, that's kind of on them and they might get hot under the collar but you're allowed to say stuff or do you know what? They're not real friends and they're not healthy friends. Maybe they're your friend. They'll be with you and help you through a, a you know, something that's problematic and you can have a nice long chat with your girlfriend, but God forbid you mentioned politics, right? Or some of the things we talk about here. Then they're gonna be angry and you're gonna be on the outs and you're afraid of that. What communication, what Fellowship has light with darkness. It's getting to the place where you have got to find your voice. By all means, watch the show and get some inspiration for how to look at the world. By all means, and you may disagree with me on some things, it's okay. But I'm hoping that you will be an influence in your place that God has called you because God has not allowed me to be invited to your dinner party. You're invited to your dinner party. You're at your place of work. They might never even know who Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson is. I was blessed. I walked into a restaurant yesterday and a wonderful young lady just greeted me. She said, are you Laura Lynn? And it was just so wonderful. She says, there's a whole bunch of us here. And, and they were so kind. But most people, they're not gonna know me, but they know you and we have got to be able to bring some questions. You don't have to fight with everyone. Salt is like a a sprinkling of salt and it changes everything, doesn't it? Sprinkle a few ideas in there. Sprinkle a few thoughts. If it's about transgenderism, for instance, sprinkle a few things, say, well, have you heard about the people that are now suing the doctors and the counselors that led them down that path? That's interesting because They did not find it to be better in the end. And there's thousands of those videos. Just say that and then kind of go, oh well to each their own. Sip your coffee, sip, have a great day. Be the salt, be the salt. See you tomorrow. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing. But for some of us, we feel that we have no choice.